0: Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: That's right, folks. It's the captain. On the ticket, 93.7. You, I'm with Shell Biggity Jackson, three time national champ as well. How you Sheldon. Doing? For sure. Oh, my goodness. I thought I just got something that came across my phone. Um,
2: uh oh. What happened?
1: I might have not. Um, I, think I missed it. Hold on. Oh. Roger Craig. First of all, you know about you know about Roger Craig, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know too much, but I know
1: who he is. Okay, so Roger Craig became the first player in NFL history in 1985 to have a thousand yards rushing and receiving in the same season.
2: Okay,
1: and he's not in the hall, and won three Super Bowls, played in four. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. How is that even possible?
2: Well, I can't speak to that, man. I cannot speak to that. Well, we know who he is. And we don't honor him. And we don't talk about his greatness because that's what we do.
1: Well, and, and and here's the deal. Um I mean, anytime you got a career like his that span ten plus years, you know, I mean thirteen thousand total regular season yards, thirteen thousand? Mhm. We're talking a running back now. You know, that, right. that that that's saying something and I just for the life of me I can't understand if 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 Roger Craig is not in the hall, just like Chuck Foreman should be in the hall as well. And a couple of Art Monk. There's a couple mm-hmm. of guys that should be in the hall that's not even sniffing. They ain't even close. At least from the outside looking in, it doesn't look like the hall wants him right now. So I don't know. You never know.
2: Don't worry about it, man. Like I said, it's important that you, we recognize it. You recognize their greatness for what they've done. We we support it. We bring it out. We bring it to the people's attention. And that's how you get it started. As long as we honor honoring them for what, our, what we're saying, we're honoring them what they've done, I don't know. If, I'm sure that might not be enough for them, but at least it's something better than nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying. To, I'm trying to find some more quotes.
2: Hey, I gotta admit to you, brother, uh, brother that you have you've have been very helpful. You know, a lot of truck drivers talk on the phone when they drive, right? So it's to help them get through the miles. And I will admit that you have definitely helped me get all the way home to underneath my truck, taking out my starter.
1: Well, that's the key. You know, we want to be good radio where people it's easy listening, but it's it's informational and i think a lot of times people they play with the road you know i mean i've been a driver for a long time my grandfather taught me how to drive and the one thing he would always say is trucks don't play with them you either stay behind right. them or get on past them but but, right. but don't 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 be don't be in a truck's blind side don't don't be right next to a truck. I mean, you know, a tire blowout—anything can happen, and you're going to lose against the truck. It's a lose-lose Not situation,
2: right. right? Very valuable information, man.
1: What's Very another? Bad. What's another safety rule that you can give us when driving trucks?
2: Uh, it really, one of the most—I think one of the most important things is like what your grandfather said: is don't get in front of a truck. Get away. Um, I do most of my driving because I'm, I'm local so I, and I, I, I'm home every day. I'm getting home around times like this maybe a few hours earlier. So I do most of my time. To me, the best time to drive for a trucker is in the hours of 10 the evening to about 4 or 5 in the morning. So you the roads are not as full. There are fewer drivers on the road, mostly drunk drivers on the road. Uh, people who are driving at night usually are trying to get somewhere. So you don't have a lot of that, you know, uh, cruising – Going on, especially out in the country, much at least that's my experience. So that being said, uh, if you out, if you are driving, get to where you got to get to, get away from the truck. Don't get in front of a truck because it's, sometimes it. Just in case the person driving that truck is not paying attention and you slammed your brakes, by the time that trucker realizes the error in his his or her ways, it's gonna it's gonna be problems for you because you were too close to that truck. Give that trucker enough time to stop, to brake, and all that stuff, because it takes a truck a long time to stop. So we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. We got that. But give yourself a chance to survive an encounter with a truck, because like your uncle said, if you're going to get into a fender bidder with a truck, whether or not you win a million dollars or $2 million or not, you might not be in a physical position to enjoy that money, even if you win it. So it's easier to just get away from truck drivers, man. Get away from those trucks. Mm-hmm.
1: The Salahamid text line is open. If you got any questions for myself or Sheldon, 402 and that can be that can be questions about spring the spring game practice. That can just be questions in general. Questions with Coach Osborne. Again, we got a new text line. It's four zero two nine nine zero. 4620 again. Hey. Solder Heyman, Texas. 402. Hey, it could
2: be a question about uh, changing starters, because that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs>
1: 9904620. Oh. If, if, you know, oh, you're saying they asked you about changing a starter.
2: Yeah, I, I, I know how to change a starter, dude. This Gosh. is not my first rodeo. I'm changing one right now. That's what I was saying. You talked me all the way home, dude.
1: Well, that's what we like to do. We like to talk you all the way home, but you know, changing starters a whole different ball game.
2: Okay, fair
1: enough. Yeah, it's a whole different ball game. So, um, Sheldon, when 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 you're thinking again, we go back to spring go- spring ball. Um, yes. Have you ever been hurt during spring?
2: Um, I, I guess I've been hurt, yeah, but never injured.
1: But but well, I guess I mean, have you been injured during spring where you didn't go through spring ball? No. Wow. That's the, but all. that's the key. How were we able to stay healthy? You know, you get a lot of guys nowadays who get hurt. Kind of seems like fairly easy. What do you think it was that we didn't get hurt as much? Because I can't remember sitting out practice. You remember the time I sat out practices? Is during the spring. We, I think we we're or, or right during fall camp '96. It was getting ready. We were getting ready to break camp. Somebody rolled up on my ankle. I didn't have my ankles tape.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so, Coach Brown was mad, and you know, and yeah, I was wrong because I should have had my ankles taped. I should have got there with plenty of time to get my ankles taped. But you know, in the in the case of me coming to this world, I was six 16-
0: at Parker.
1: minutes late and I don't know what it is about being late. It's just it's like my brother or somebody. I'm, I'm working on it.
2: I'm working. Yeah, no, I don't I really it's tough to speak to that, man. Um as a coach, as a, when I was coaching, you know, I don't want to say that the children are different now. Or, you know, I don't want to get into that argument or debate. Um, but I guess I don't know if their focus is off. I don't know if the I know the training should be there. I, I can see for the kids that I worked with. So the kids that I worked with, when I trained them, I was a PE teacher, and I did K through 12. Um, and interestingly enough, when I trained them, I gave them the exact same thing that I got when I was in Nebraska. The only difference was it was watered down and geared down for high school kids. Mm. And I got, a, I got so much backlash, and kids were complaining so much that they knew that they can go to their parents, and their parents wouldn't bother with me. Their parents would go, they wouldn't even bother with the head coach that hired me. They'd go straight to the uh, the AD or the, um, I'm sorry, the AD, but the superintendent of the school and to complain. About the training that they were getting. Now, granted, these kids all said, Yeah, we want to go play college sports. We want to go college sports, college sports. We want to go D1, go and go D1. I said, Okay, well, let me, you know, I'm the perfect guy for you. I've been all those places, I can help you get there. And so when we started going through the training of it, man, these kids were complaining and complaining. You know, they didn't want to do no lunges. They didn't want to do no bear crawls. They didn't want to do no inchworms. And so the parents, you know, they would come down on me and they would change everything and stop me from training them. So I don't know if that's what the, what the guys are dealing with in, in college or whatnot, but the kids are not too much different. And so I would say a lot of them, uh, the parents, I can't say all parents. Cause I don't want to get mad. But there are some parents who are I guess we're just a little too lenient on our children, and we're—I guess—we're scared that we're going to break
1: them. Hey, so make sure out there on the Sarah Hammond text line nine 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 four six two zero. Make sure that you leave your name because now it's a new system, so I can't say your number. So because all it all comes the same. But anyway, somebody from the text line asked us, uh, Sheldon S J V J, most memorable win and most memorable loss. I'll start with the most memorable loss first would be Texas. For me? For me, would be Texas. Oh, yeah. Because it was – a bunch of us were sick, no excuse. Uh, We had some opportunities to win the game, but we shouldn't have lost that game. We should have won that game. And so that's one that, you know, I, I had an opportunity to catch a ball in the back of the end zone. My brother and them say I dropped it, but I say the guy made a good play. Either or, I didn't make the play and we didn't win. So, uh, I, I, that's one that I, that I think we let get away.
2: So, I would, if I can go back and change the law, look at Arizona State law. Um, I think it was the 96. Yeah, the same year. I. Yeah, I dropped one in that in that game down the middle of the field. I I still be running to this day if I had caught that one, and it it hurt, man. I, oh my gosh, that one hurt bad. Um, going back to Lincoln that night, it, I, I didn't want nobody to talk to me. I didn't want nobody to even know who I was after that game.
1: Appreciate it, Bryce. Okay, so then what what about a memorable win for you?
2: Most memorable win, I know we don't have a lot of time. I'm trying to think.
1: Well, you think, for me, yeah,
2: go ahead. You put it uh,
1: I think for me it was winning the 95 championship. Mm-hmm. Because because we had went through so much, you know, in 93, 94, and then winning back-to-back championships felt so good because we defended what was already ours. Mm-hmm. So that was – it still sticks out in my mind. Um just how we dominated Florida and plus the fact that they was talking so much stuff, you know, it was gatoring and why, 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 and all that stuff. And to shut those guys down, it just, it made me feel good.
0: That
2: would be the 97 game against Peyton Manning and the the, the volunteers. Hmm. I was, uh, I had, I was very fortunate that game. I had the, I was the leading receiver uh, with receptions that game for both teams uh which was kinda odd uh because they had really good players in that team. Uh Price was a good receiver on that team. I actually played with him at Buffalo and our defense shut shut them down uh so that I was able to shine on both both for both teams, which is really unheard of. But it was really a good good win. I had four receptions, some crazy number of yards for a tight end and had a few it was it was just a really good game to win. Especially against the, such a, such a uh, respected player as uh, as Peyton Manning in the Volunteers were
1: that year. Mm. Why do you, why do you kids seem to be lacking work ethic and the will to compete
2: in today's football? That's a question for me. Yeah. Uh, because well, because kids want to. Play. It's uh, it's all about the video game. Uh, you can go to you can turn on a video game now and live a fantasy world in just about any capacity that you can imagine. Mm. And if you and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. So I guess some people like the release. some people like the escape. There's nothing wrong with that in moderation, right? Or if you if you've earned it, and you paid for it, that's fine. But if you're trying to accomplish something as as vigorous and as hardcore as uh, football, or along other di- other different disciplines, then you you there is no substitute for getting out there and getting your hands dirty, for sake of a better phrase. You got to get out there, and you got to have the bumps. You got to have the bruises. You have to, like, I used to study martial arts, and it's just, you just have to get the calluses. You, I, play, I try to play guitar. You got to get the calluses. If you are just playing a video game, yeah, you might get a callus or two on your thumbs, but you need calluses over your knuckles. You need calluses over your brain. You need calluses over your nose. You need calluses everywhere of your body that you're just not going to get sitting there in front of a television. You need somebody to kick you in the face. Uh, and know what it feels like so that you know that you don't ever want to feel it again, and you're going to do everything in your power to, to develop your strength, your speed, so that nobody can kick you in the face again.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate that. We're with Sheldon Jackson, three-time national champ, former Buffalo Bill. Um, I don't know who's saying this. Like I told you guys before, on the Hammond text line, it's a brand-new line, 402-666-4620. I mean, 999 oh gosh that hit me all the way different sheldon the 999 hit me different anyway 402-999-4620 hit us up on the sign on text line but make sure that you put who it is talking so i can make sure you i give you credit your text and more when we get back with sheldon jackson the captain the ticket
0: 93.7 what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas